And we are live with Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast. Every single week, we react to the latest Nintendo news and talk about the games we're playing. I'm very excited to talk with my friends today, John Frischa, senior editor over at Nintendo Enthusiast and over at Escapist doing some things and some stuff over there. And then there's Greg. He is a editor or writer over at PC Invasion. How you guys doing? Good, man. I'm here with you guys. What could be better? And then there's Greg. I was going to do my normal (laughs) thing where I was like, Greg, he's the guy who can pick you up and throw you further than you can see. I couldn't think of anything, though. He's your bearded buddy. (laughs) Your bearded buddy. Your nutty bearded buddy, Greg Vargas. Crazy guys, <laughs> wild card, <laughs> wild card. Anyway, today is going to be a pretty fun show. We're probably going to continue to talk about the Activision news a week later. I'm curious your guys' thoughts on stuff. There's been a few comments and statements from Phil Spencer about the future of Xbox and Activision and all that stuff, Call of Duty and whatnot. And aside from that, Pokemon Legends recently had a bunch of leaks and. I watched a little bit of it, but I didn't want to overdo it because I feel like the game's not going to be like insane. So the little surprises that there are, I kind of want them to be a surprise. You know what I mean? Mm, like and then aside from surprise. that, I mean, we're going to talk about what we're playing. So I'll just jump right into that segment. John, what have you been playing? We're going to just jump right into that segment and then you toss the ball to me. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Run with it, John. At long, long last. Corner John. (laughs) (laughs) Got about Corner John. (laughs) Working on street corner, keeping it warm. Okay. Keeping it warm. I uh, I finally got Yakuza Kiwami in the mail. So all's right in the world now. It it feels, it's so funny. Like, I understand now how they were able to crank these games out in like a year each. Because it feels like almost exactly like Yakuza Zero. Like the menus are almost exactly the same. The environment environments are like really similar, and like even like the the combat feels more or less the same. And so like it feels like I just bought like a really huge story DLC. But I love the story, so like this is great. Like <laughs> Sega That's can funny. shovel me this crap all day, and I'm happy. <laughs> and- and Eric is already playing a Japanese trailer. Copyright strike right there at the very beginning. <laughs> but he's good. But, uh... Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, we'll right, see. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But, so, uh... yeah. So, is, it, is that pretty much just the same? So, it's a continuation of the story from Zero, but Zero was a prequel made afterwards. But is it cool? Right. Is it cool seeing the characters that were originally meant to be seen in this game first, but you <laughs> met them in Zero. Yeah, it, it is pretty cool so far. And, like, I'm... Because, again, like, obviously, I didn't play, like, the original Yakuza, which I think was, like, on PS2, I think. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's kind of fun trying to guess, like, okay, which parts which parts were always in the story and which parts are, like, they, like, subtly retconning to, like, make it fit smoother mm. with, like, Zero and the other stuff. Yeah. And... It's been really good so far. Um, there's this one character named like Majima who's like kind of like a fan favorite. He's like this like Looney Tunes nutcase with a knife, and people just love him. <laughs> and but like I guess Yakuza Zero like introduced like a bunch of like new backstory that like humanizes him and like gives him like nuance and makes him like kind of tortured inside. But then yeah. they had to like 
you make the jump to like Yakuza Kiwami and he's back to being like <laughs> again. <laughs> so, That's really strange. Like, yeah, so like the end of Yakuza Zero without like getting into intense spoilers, like kind of like very last second is like, okay, now he's this kooky guy. And like Oh, okay. That, so they sort of set so, it up or like or was it random? Kind of, but like it's like really not believable. Like it's like really shoehorned in at the last second. Like, okay, now he's cuckoo. Okay. And That's so funny. Yeah, so I don't know. That part's a little bit weird, but like the rest of the game is great. I'm here for it. Now, from what I played of Zero, it 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 almost seems like the studio when they were making Zero, they were thinking we want people to start here before going into the next game, which I think yeah. is really cool because it's kind of like they had like a bunch of like experience with games after the first uh, like first game in the series. And then they were like, you know what? Let's basically make the first, like, a, a new first game for the series. And let's just do Yakuza 0. Then everyone will start here and then keep playing. So instead of, like, playing that older game that's probably dated in many ways, I'm, I'm sure, a lot of people end Hopefully. up starting with 0 and falling in love with it. Yeah, totally. And if if we believe Wikipedia, which is the most trustworthy source in the world, <laughs> exactly. I think... Uh, <laughs> I think I think that's like exactly what happened. I think Yakuza Zero like really helped to start a renaissance of the series in America because there were so many games already, and then you finally have the starting point. It's like, oh, all right, I can I can start here, mm-hmm. and like, you know, it's been up ever since. And like, like a dragon, as I've already said a hundred times, was like so good, and I'm like so super hyped for whatever the sequel to that ends up to be. So like, yeah. I'm I'm just rooting for Sega to like keep making bank on this because they're going to get my money like for the rest of my life now. Yeah. Like Which Sega. is crazy. Cause like it's, I I've always felt like ever since this was a franchise, everybody around me was playing it except for me. I and really, then, but it really didn't, like you said, hit that Renaissance until recently, but I don't know. Yeah. I've always felt like it was popular. I'd, I'd like to see sales numbers, you know, just to, out of curiosity. Yeah. Likewise. I haven't looked into it, but I know that when, when the series first came to America, well, okay, so like in Japan, the series is called Like a Dragon, which is pretty sweet in the first place. That's but cool. then is they like renamed a dragon it... the game called Like a Dragon Yakuza in Japan? I was wondering that. I'm not sure what it's called. I got to look that up. <laughs> it would be funny if it was called Like a Dragon, Like a Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> like a Dragon Squared. But, uh... <laughs> but uh, when... When they decided to name it Yakuza for the U.S., which honestly I think is a pretty cool name, but it kind of it kind of gave off to like the wrong connotation because when it first came to the U.S., they kind of marketed it as like this is Japanese Grand Theft Auto. It's like all your yeah. favorite Grand Theft Auto stuff in Japan, yeah. minus the driving. So it's just <laughs> no Grand, Grand Theft, Theft. Auto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but except like like. You're you're only actually in the yakuza for like the first half hour of the game, and then you're like busy like undermining them and like helping people. So like huh. the marketing like really gave you like a really bad idea of what the game's actually about. <laughs> okay, so Eric just posted in the chat. It's just called Yakuza Seven there. Ah, oh, like okay. that that ah. kind of. I wish they would have just called it that here, to be honest, because I don't know. It's just weird just to just to not call it that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially coming because out of japan all the other ones yeah. here are called like uh, uh, yakuza one yakuza two yakuza three yeah. so why like why suddenly just change it to like a dragon i'm assuming <laughs> it's, it's because they wanted like people to be like oh there's no numbers so that means i can jump in here 
Mm. Probably, yeah. Especially because that one has a brand new protagonist. It's a different yeah. guy from like the six games before it. But uh, he's Yakuza's in them. What is is the is the main <laughs> character from Like a Dragon in the other ones? I I could be wrong because again I'm only in the first one, but I don't think he's in the other ones. Okay. I think somehow he was like introduced in like some like either like a like a web browser game or like a mobile game or something. What? Interesting. And yeah, I'm I'm not even sure if it came out like in the US. Maybe it did, I don't know. But yeah, I think that's how he was introduced and like that like... is so weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but good stuff, yeah. But I will say like if it wasn't for the series like I mean, they can't bank on Sonic anymore. Like game-wise, they can oh, sell no. the hell out of his merch. Yeah, but... and his movies. <laughs> and his movies. But, but they I got mean, Persona a... as well, which is massive. Well, not yeah, massive, true. but massive for being a JRPG. Yeah, by those standards for sure. So, I don't know. Greg, let's get into it. What have you been playing? <laughs> take, and take why is it guess. Apex Legends? <laughs> <laughs> and why is it Rocket League and Apex? You know what? I'm going to stun you both <laughs> right now. You're going to be so surprised. So, I've been playing a lot of Apex Legends. Uh, <laughs> but... I just hit I just hit platinum rank, and so every season there's a split. And like I said last time, you know, is this season I told myself, you know, because you you start bronze, silver, gold, and then move your way up. And and um, so this season I was like, okay, I'm gonna learn mouse keyboard, and and I did. And I started when the split happened. I was low bronze, moved through silver pretty easily, got through gold, and I just hit platinum. And congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It was a it was a lot of practice. Um, I hit it on stream too, which was really cool, and I got a really cool snipe clip out of it. Um, but man, the the change from gold to to platinum, I mean, the people, the randoms that I meet, are just complete a holes. Like <laughs> the the worst people. Like like griefing for exist. no reason and they're like oh you're horrible at this game your dog blah, 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 blah. oh yeah i can't your believe you dog like well <laughs> dog shit is what i was gonna uh, say <laughs> I, I thought they were dissing your actual dog in real life i was like so specific that would give me a reason to fight them in real life but and then i just like why are people like this you know and the end like it sucks because it makes me want to be toxic back and be such a jerk you know, you just sit there and take it and only, <laughs> you can only take so much of it. Um, so I've been playing like a lot of that, um, you know, grinding through Rocket League still. Um, but I did play a demo of something that's going to uh, that's out. It's called Warm Snow. And it's like a like a roguelike roguelite with like um, like a really dope art style. It has like a um, I can't tell if it's more uh chinese than japanese influence on it um but you're running around like similar to like samurai style and it's like a isometric top-down view in some cases but you have this like bundle of swords with you um and then you can you can throw those and then regather them but like the combat is like super bloody and i was like so surprised because like yeah it looks like that kind of in the in the reel that eric's showing but then, like, you know, some of the enemies, you're just, like, stabbing to death with swords. And one of the first oh, okay. boss this... encounters they have, yeah, one of the first boss encounters that they have is, like, this giant wolf. And you're just, like, throwing swords at it. it. Yeah, yeah, and the they <laughs> stick at its body as it runs around and, like, summons other wolves and stuff. 
Dude, but this I, like I was like game for sure. Yeah, I was like, okay, this looks cool. And then I played it. I was like, wow, there's there's a lot of stuff that that I didn't expect, you know, especially the polish. And then so I played a little ways um, and unlocked a few things and I died. But then it, I guess in the full game, you'll come back and and be able to to build out like these three tiers of your skill tree. And so I was I was pretty surprised. I was like, oh, I, I just thought I'd check this out as, as a demo. But you know, this is why I love demos of games, you know, being able to experience it and determine if, yeah, this is something that, that I could totally get behind and, and start playing. And I think I might actually, and hopefully it's not too long of a game because <laughs> I mean, you, you don't beat games. You got some Apex to play. <laughs> has to be under three hours for Greg to beat it. Like an hour. <laughs> an hour. <laughs> you can only play Journey. That's the only game you could complete. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, I I think I might end up buying this. But um, no, I I got my new graphics card too this week, and oh, I went yeah. back and checked out a, a couple games in you know full settings or ultra settings. So Horizon, I can finally play the Halo campaign. Um, I still want to check out Resident Evil Village, see how it looks. But even in Apex Legends, the draw distance is is a lot better. So snipes from long distance are a lot clearer to make out and stuff like that. So I, I, I hate the current environment of, of hardware shortages on all fronts, console and, and computer parts. And it sucks because like this card MSRPs for three ninety nine, and it's like night and day, my experience on PC, like just graphic wow. wise, which That's it awesome. sucks. Cause I know a lot of people out there are probably like me. I've, I was waiting a year and a half to upgrade. Like yeah, it's just crazy. I waited this your long. Your old graphics card now, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna build you a PC, sick PC. That's that's exciting, man. I've never had a power like even a semi-powerful PC. I have had like all crappy laptops from Best Buy for like <laughs> two hundred dollars <laughs> until I had until I got my MacBook, which Greg hates because Greg doesn't like Apple. My work, oh, my work, either. my work laptop's <laughs> a, a MacBook. I've got a MacBook Pro. Oh, not okay. Really. Never mind then. I take it back. He's not that much of a hater. I grew is up on common? Mac, actually. Uh, is that common at all these days to have like a Mac-centric work environment, like outside of like, like a super artsy place? Uh, well, I work in social media, and I do a lot of like social media graphics and a little mm. bit of audio and video editing, and um, I think from from a Part of it, I guess, from a security standpoint and and my job, like there, there's only part of our office that does use Mac products. So I don't know. I think okay. I think you're right, though. Yeah, the, the artsy side of it, you know, a lot of people. And well, I bought a I bought an iPad not too long ago and I ha- I've used it like twice. I use it for a Roku oh remote. God. That's all I use nice. it for. Oh <laughs> I use my phone all the time for a remote. <laughs> Uh, but yeah that's hilarious you could stream x cloud on it if you wanted anyway uh i guess i've been playing i've been playing a few games i played all the way through for the third time believe it or not this is just insane all the way through dirt 5 this time on xbox series s because my son likes watching racing games and that's the only way he'll actually go to sleep so i end up playing a lot of racing (laughs) games even though i'm not like i'm i'm more into them now because of him because I've, i've sort of been obligated to play them but uh so i did all those races again 
I'm not much of an achievement hunter on Xbox, but I just did a few extra things to get some achievements. And now I'm looking for another racing game because I have nothing to, left to do in that game. But I, I have to keep finding new ones because he, he has to watch racing. But he also doesn't mind Halo Infinite at night, which is nice because that's something different. Do you ever um, play I think split he just likes it. Be- Splits. Oh, yeah, I have that. And uh, it's too hard. <laughs> like, get I love it. It's amazing. Like, all the visuals, everything. Super impressive, especially for the time. But it's so damn hard. I can't I can't get past a few races. I'm just screwed. Oh, so there, there's, there's two there's games no... I could probably beat you at. Split Second and Smash. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never beat me at Smash. And aside from that, uh, I played... I finally finished. I've been, like, off and on with it for a while. Metro Last Light. What a game. Uh, What a game. I I started a while back because I I loved uh, Metro Exodus and Metro 2033. This was the second game. I started playing them out of order. I played the latest one and then the first one and then now the second one. And uh, such a good series, dude. I can't even believe how good these games are. I feel like no one talks about them, too. Like, there's there's definitely an audience there. But in terms of, like, like, the games media, podcasts, and all that, I rarely hear people talk about this series. And... It's so unfortunate because it is just absolutely amazing. The The combat is so intense. The environment's so, like, scary and intimidating. Like, just walking into a new place and wondering, like, what the hell's around the corner? Are there, are there going to be alien things? Are there going to be guys I'm going to have to kill? It's just a really impressive game all around. And, like, some of the set pieces, like, like there's a section where you're fighting a monster. You fall into a pit full of rocks. And keep in mind, this game came out during the PS3 360 generation. And you're in this pit of rocks with this giant monster and there's walls around that are that are also made of rocks and he's attacking you and then if he if he like goes up against one of the walls all the rocks just shatter and fall everywhere and you see them all drop like individually drop on the ground and like crumble and like bounce around i'm like holy crap how does this game look this good it was just super impressive for such an old game um and yeah i played it on uh ps5 the ps4 version but it's also on switch and i i've seen uh, videos and stuff and it also looks really good on switch it's actually a really solid port and uh yeah i highly recommend everyone play this series it's so freaking good i feel like each, yeah. each iteration they they use it as like to promote consoles like look how pretty it is that's the only time i really hear about it yeah they do get in with i think it's running on is it is it is it unreal engine or no i can't remember I forgot. or is it like something proprietary uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, my, I can't my best friend, he, he's like pretty picky about the games he plays, but yeah, he really likes the Metro series. So yeah. there's and your endorsement. He, <laughs> and the thing is, is I like like starting off, especially with uh, Exodus, um, there, there might have been difficulty options in that one. I can't remember, but I think there's only one. And at first I was like dying a lot. I was like, I don't understand this game, this series, because that was the first one I played. But then I just stuck with it. Like, I wasn't feeling it at all in, in, in the beginning, but then I stuck with it, and it ended up being, like, one of my favorite games of that year. And it, and it made me want to play all the DLC for Exodus and the rest of the games in the series. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend everyone play it. And start at the first game and just make your way to Exodus. Like, it's, What's the most recent one? Exodus. Greg, we played it at, at E3 together. Remember when you made me get up when I didn't sleep? <laughs> we we had an appointment to play Metro Exodus at, at oh, E3. Yeah. I literally I literally went to bed for 30 minutes. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. I still remember your face like walking downstairs and I was like, "Are you okay?" and you're like <clears throat> Like I don't even think you moved your mouth to pronunciate words. You were just like I didn't sleep last night. 
because I was I'm out so late tired. with with Minash and Nero and everyone was out late. So I I wanted to be with the higher ups and, and prove I'm cool, and then it ended up backfiring <laughs> hardcore. But the thing is, is I was so tired throughout the day. Like imagine a whole day of E3 where you haven't went to sleep yet. Like that's how I felt. That's but then around <laughs> then around like seven o'clock, eight o'clock, I started to feel normal. Like I was like just perfectly normal, like wide awake. But it was like during the events, like the party, like up on the rooftop, the indie game and stuff. Um, mm. So, yeah, I was just feeling a lot more awake and lively. Uh, but, yeah, that was hard, hard morning that Greg put me through. And Metro Exodus, <laughs> in that demo that we played, I, w- I walked away not impressed at all. So I was like, Ugh, I just did all this for that. that game. And then and then I ended up loving the game in the end, which is funny. But the yeah, entire so it can really affect how you feel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this game sucks. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, no. it's running on the. I've been putting me to sleep. Oh, so it is their engine. That's yeah. that's crazy. I think it's I wonder, THQ owned engine, which is interesting. I, I wonder if they let other people use it. Oh, I'm sure. It's a super I, impressive looking game. Like the visuals, like like when I was playing last night, I was like, I cannot believe this was a 360 game. Like obviously they right. did the remaster and it got like a bit of an upgrade in, in the lighting department and stuff, but still it, it looks super good. Mm. And then then Exodus looks amazing. That also got the Series X and PS5 patch. Yeah, that's but, uh, yeah. what I thought. And then uh, lastly, aside from that, I'm I'm uh, still toward the beginning of Doki Doki Literature Club, polar opposite type of game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting so far. Nothing crazy has happened. Like nothing is. No shit has hit the fan yet, which I know it does happen later on. Right. And there's me and Greg in the video interviewing uh, Bethesda. Oh, yeah. About a I game that, that absolutely no one cared about. Yeah, we, we had <laughs> to try much. to sound enthusiastic about that one. I was like, sweet, we can interview Bethesda yeah. about Blades. <laughs> it's <laughs> the Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. On blades. <laughs> but you want to know? It's funny though. This this was probably my first on camera interview ever. Me too. But with we Bethesda, just, like one of the biggest. And we were just like acting like we were just like, hey, we know what we're doing when we really didn't. At the end, I was like, hey, did, did I do all right? I asked them, and they're like, yeah. I was like, okay, that was my first interview ever. I remember you set your camera stuff down, and your hands were like like shaking you're were like, they or you were or in the middle of it you were trying to fix something and you're like i i can't calm down <laughs> <laughs> i think i i think like i whispered to you like right before it started greg greg you intro it you intro it but i don't think you did i think no because you introed it because i couldn't remember their names oh yeah i couldn't remember either remember i messed up in the beginning <laughs> yeah you were no you caught your <laughs> my buddy V <laughs> oh. Oh. alright are we live That's or no it's okay Eric okay but did the audio work okay, <laughs> okay. no problem yeah I got right, up to the little difficulties but we're still here Eric when you talk can people hear you or do they just think we're talking to god or something <laughs> okay we're talking okay, yeah to god, so, so anyone in the chat right now we, we were talking to to jesus christ himself just to let you know god sounds 
sexy. <laughs> he has a very heavy accent that no one saw coming. Really frost my cookies, man. Oh, also, Eric Eric clarified for us before that actually in Japan, Yakuza 7, it did have a subtitle, and I Google oh. translated it, and apparently the Japanese subtitle is, uh, it's Like a Dragon 7, The Whereabouts of Light and Darkness. What the heck? What? The whereabouts. Like, <laughs> we're, the we're, whereabouts. We, we got the flashlight, we're finding that light, we're finding that darkness. <laughs> I, I just picture they like, putting their, the names in a hat and just like, uh, light and darkness, yeah, this is it. <laughs> yeah. That's I think hilarious. the localization team, I think they did a good job calling it like a dragon. I think that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. I still would have just preferred Yakuza 7. Yeah. Or, you gotta or, have some or... for the American market to eat up. Yeah. The Western yeah. market. Yeah, that's all yeah. right. Anyway. All right, well, next up, I guess we could jump into some news. Actually, I actually wanted to get your guys' thoughts on the Activision, Microsoft stuff. Phil Spencer has come out and said that he, basically that he hopes things can continue like Call of Duty on PlayStation, but he doesn't outright confirm it, which I thought was a little odd. And then just actually 20 minutes ago or so, it was, I think it was Jason Schreier had like a, an insider connection that, that told him that right now the plan is for Call of Duty all the way up until 2024 will likely be on PlayStation. But, right, but aside from that, it's a mystery as for the other games. Mm. And that's because of the contracts that are already in place. Mm. so after that 2025 or so or, or maybe his last one was 2023 i can't remember anymore oh no it was 2024 so maybe 2025 that's whenever call of duty might end up going exclusive or or maybe game pass will be on playstation by then which i <laughs> want to know likely. how you guys feel about that as well <laughs> that's not likely yeah it doesn't seem likely to me and also as like someone who's stuck in my old school ways i don't really want it to happen because then it really is we're, we're getting down to owning two consoles because what's the point of owning an Xbox if you can have Game Pass on PlayStation, you know? Like, yeah. that would basically be Microsoft forfeiting the hardware business completely. Like, if you can have Spider-Man and Game Pass on one platform, which one are you going to choose? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> I don't... Yeah, like, I just... I, I, I can't imagine a scenario where, like, even just, like, disregarding microsoft's perspective i can't imagine sony agreeing to host game pass because like sony's the one that like doesn't even want cross play in its video games like, yeah so, <laughs> sony's always tax. the one like trying to like first off have no cross play in the first place and then if there mm. is cross play it wants to like set up like these extra weird deals that like to siphon more money to playstation like in each case so like I just, it's so like, strange how they do that yeah well like aren't you like, well i mean I'm that's sure what you guys are doing fine. to this point you... though you know, mm, the, this, I, I think Sony's business practices like this whole time, you know, from pretty much from the PS3 on forced Microsoft to to kind of make these calculated moves in the in the in the background and and have these, you know, whatever money that they were looking to allocate, you know, maybe it was, you know, setting the roadmap to make Game Pass and, you know xbox live so they have consistent flows of income uh, you know these income streams from subscription services but i feel like this was a long time you know in the making and they saw the rigidity that that uh playstation has has pretty much boasted this whole time you know limiting cross play and you know i i see it in in even just 
Xbox's modern marketing, just how they communicate on social media platforms and how, how much more casual the conversation is around games. I mean, they're, they're trying to win over the market with, with their wallet and then they're winning over game gamers with, you know, offerings like game pass and, and just like how they present themselves and, and communicate with the, with the gaming community. And I, I just think it's going to, it's going to force Sony to make some changes because I don't think they can continue being profitable and running business in such as just a weird, just off-putting way. Like now more than ever, people just want to play video games with each other, period. Yeah. And it's, it's so weird how they do it. Like if someone plays on PlayStation often, like let's say Fortnite, they play on PlayStation the most, but then they buy a microtransaction on, on, on their phone where they play Fortnite as well. They have to look at that, that data and basically uh, tell Epic, okay, so because this person plays most on PlayStation, you ha- you owe us a part of that money that th- that they paid for the microtransaction on their phone. So then Epic has to pay Sony, which is c- just kind of ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But now, uh, now also, Eric Eric put in the chat, Xbox. I mean, PlayStation also has PlayStation Now that competes with Game Pass, so why would they put it on there? But does it really compete? (laughs) No, it doesn't compete (laughs) with Game Pass. (laughs) The big question with PlayStation Now is always, what's PlayStation Now? Exactly. Everyone still (laughs) thinks it's just this weird, like, streaming thing. And and, and you can download, like, PS4 games now, but you still can't download PS3 games, which is the ones that I would want the most to be played on the hardware natively so they can actually get enhancements, because... I don't know about you guys, but like it's really jarring now going back and playing a game on PS3 that, that runs at like 15 frames per second. And the fact that that's <laughs> what you're getting on PS5 in 2022 when you play a PS3 oh, coming, game. Oh, coming from the guy. And you're streaming I the wouldn't game. care if it was at 30 Listen, FPS on the Switch. <laughs> Listen, yum, Greg. Yum, 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 yum. I just played Batman Arkham Origins. But, but I was curious. I was like, how's this game look streaming on PS5? Maybe I'll just play it here. I booted up Arkham Origins through the PlayStation Now subscription because I game share with Brett and Brett was paying for it. So I was like, I'm going to try it. I boot up Arkham Origins. I look at it. I'm like, this looks okay. It looks kind of weird. Something about it looks weird because it's streaming. And then I was like, you know what? Now let me check the native version of Arkham Origins that I own on PS3. I switched the HDMI so that I could switch back and forth to the same exact spot (laughs) in the intro. It's insane how bad ps3 games look on ps5 <laughs> compared to them actually just running on ps3 it's it's just so jarring I, i'm just because i was like does it did, like did ps3 games look this bad like as i was playing i was like this feels bad this looks bad and then i booted up the real game on my ps3 and it was just worlds better so i just can't do the streaming on a tv like if i'm playing on my phone maybe then it, it makes more sense a smaller screen but i'm not streaming no ps3 game i'll just play you them. just yeah. download it on steam I'll play them on my Xbox where they're actually backwards compatible, usually, most games that I care about. Well, you know, speaking of which, there, there's been the reports for a couple months now that, like, Sony is, in fact, like, currently preparing its, yeah. like, Game Pass offering for... What's for, the name of it? So to speak. Like Spartacus, a... I think. Spartacus, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I can't wait yeah, to see how disappointing that Spartacus. is. Yeah, right? Dude, so, like, <laughs> this is what's going to be. Wait, People are... I can't wait to see how bad it is. Dude, people are talking about this thing like it's the second coming of Jesus Christ. People are got their expectations way too high. I just I have a religious tonight, be... Brett. 
Yeah, I was looking to yeah, say. He's feeling the Lord, <laughs> feeling them in my bones. But uh, yeah, so I just have a feeling. It first off, the PSP games they're gonna have. I bet they're streaming. PS3 games aren't gonna suddenly become native. They're gonna continue to be streaming. And for me personally, that's what I care about the most. They already have some PS2 games on on PSN that you can actually digitally download, which is cool. They're not backwards compatible. Like you can't put in your PS2 disc and it works like on Mm -hmm. Xbox where you can put in your original Xbox disc, but it's still something. It's an option. It's not a a big like catalog of PS2 games, but at least it's something. But this, I just know it's going to be crappy. I just have a feeling it's going to be so disappointing because Sony, they're not going all the way with this backwards compatibility and all these options for people, the enhancing old games like Microsoft is doing. They just don't see that as, as like a valuable part of business. And it probably isn't. I, I honestly don't think it is, but, People got their, their hopes way too high, I think. It's the convenience thing, man. Like like the the <clears throat> you know, like I was talking about earlier, like trying to upgrade and like console scarcity and all this stuff. And like I don't even know how I ended up getting a, a Series S. But the best part about Game Pass Ultimate is the convenience of it. Like if I want to play Guardians of the Galaxy that's on Game Pass on my PC and it's on Series S, there was cross progression. I could just walk over and lay on my and couch it's and, and play. Yeah, instant and then cloud, instant cloud saves. It's so convenient. Same thing with Halo. Sorry. Like if I wanted to go sit in my living room and play on a controller, really? that's fine, you know. And and I think that's like I don't understand why Sony, why it's so hard for them to embrace that. And I'm really hoping, you know, in the future. I mean, Nintendo's kind of done that somewhat with the Switch and Switch Lite and and some of the like emphasis on somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> and the cloud saves are the cloud saves are better on Switch than they are on PlayStation, to be honest, which is crazy. I, I don't know if it's like a like a Japanese business mentality, um, you know, kind of modernizing that. But I think, you know, companies like that need to to especially in a pandemic age, like make some adjustments, man. Like it shouldn't be that hard to just change business practices. Yeah. Yeah. Well I've been with, oh with, uh the the per, like the perennial problem of course with playstation really? 3 is that like the the architecture of playstation 3 was like this crazy space alien deal that like at like the peak of playstation 3 people were still having problems programming for playstation 3 oh yeah and so like i think it's always going to be the case that like you're just not going to be able to do like direct backwards compatibility with with that machine's games to like anything that comes after because it's just so weird and so alien I- so I think streaming or, you know, of course, downloading to direct to the console, like that's like going to be our only option there. I've heard that some hackers have made a lot of progress on on uh, PS3 games running natively on a PS5. But really, I haven't looked that into it. I don't know how good it yeah. actually like it actually is, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I heard it's some- possible. Maybe it's not. I heard something in my retro group too that like somebody else was looking to pick up a, a PS3 that was in better condition than the original, but they wanted to pull out the hard drive. But I guess when you put your original hard drive from your PS3 into a new PS3 console, that it'll it'll wipe it and format it, and it won't let you bring over any of your saved content. Oh, man. And I was like, Good God! Like why, <laughs> dude? That's a very on, Sony on- move. Yeah, really. I've, I've been a PlayStation guy, like a PlayStation guy, ever since the late PS3, like the last few years of PS3. And I heavily, heavily regret, first off, 
buying all my games on PS3 digitally, which which like not a lot of people were doing back then. But I bought them all on PS3. Wait, can like, you say that again, games. please? What? <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to I'm, hear you say you hated buying them digitally. Oh no no I love I love buying games digitally. That's why I did it. But none of those games move forward at all. Whereas if I would have bought so many of them on Xbox 360 instead mm-hmm. of PS3 back then, I would still oh, have yeah. access to all those games on my Series X. But on PlayStation, they're all trapped on PS3. And that sucks. And, and that's another thing. Why am I paying a subscription to play games that I bought? Like, <laughs> I, I own Infamous 2 on PS3. I bought it. <laughs> I paid $60 for Infamous 2. Now to play it on PS5, even if it's streaming, I have to pay a subscription to play a game I already bought. That's so awful. I, and uh, now to back up a minute, to, like since I'm still ranting about Sony a lot, cloud saves are terrible on, on PlayStation. They're, like they're absolutely abysmal between PS4 and PS5. You can't transfer any P- PS5 saves to your PS4. So on Xbox, all the cloud saves are instant, and they go across every platform. Xbox One, even Xbox 360, Xbox uh, Series consoles, all of them. And as soon as you're done playing, immediately uploads it to the cloud. Wherever you jump into the game again on another platform, it'll be ready for you. Like all that progress will be ready. On PlayStation, there's no automatic upload to the save of the cloud. Well, well, there is, but not. It doesn't do it all the time. It'll do it like at night time, like like while the console's off. It'll like upload all the saves to the cloud. So you have to manual. So if I'm playing like Tony Hawk's, um, uh, the remasters on PS4 in my bedroom, I like when I'm done playing. I have to manually go upload the cloud or upload the save to the cloud. And then I want to go play it in my living room. Well, I can't first off because I have a PS5 in the living room. And that save can't be transferred over to PS5, even though it's the same game, all the same content. Doesn't work. It's impossible. I can transfer over the PS4. I can transfer over the PS4 save, but I can't do the PS5 save. It doesn't make sense. Whereas whereas on Xbox, Gregory, Gregory, whereas on Xbox, it doesn't matter what generation you're in. I own uh, Tony Hawk's. I actually bought it on Xbox because of this reason, because I'm a a room hopper. It's what I do. So I bought it on Xbox just so I could have cloud saves. Like that's what that's what enticed me to 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 buy it on Xbox was simply the cloud saves, which that's how you know Microsoft is smart when it comes to their hardware and just their whole. It seems like it just boils down to one thing, and that was convenience. They just made it convenient. Like I don't understand in an age where you know your your phone. How long has your phone been uploading its contents to the cloud? Like how long has iCloud been a thing? Like your your freaking phone has been doing it for the last five ten years. Like I don't understand mm-hmm. why your gaming console and you're you're wanting people to play more mobily and be able to take their consoles with them or you know play on X Cloud or playing on their PS Vita when it was a thing. Like I just don't understand why you cannot why your business practices are stuck in like the early two thousands. Like it's hurting you. It's going to hurt you. You're gonna Dude. continue to see, I think, Xbox edge out PlayStation. It's funny you say that about the Vita, because the Vita and the PS T V they felt like I, I've been playing it lately because I've been playing Danganronpa one and then I started two, and I'm going back and forth from PlayStation TV, the, the tiny little little console that came out that like no one even heard of. Um, I've been playing one. on that and my PS Vita. Oh, nice! <laughs> I've been playing on both of those, and it's easier to do with those two than it is to do with the PS5 and the PS4, like back and forth. I, I don't know. This just seems like they got it all backwards when it comes to their online stuff. But I guess. <laughs> 
the cloud safe stuff isn't going to be that much like it's not going to be that annoying for that much longer because most games will start becoming ps5 games maybe i don't know yeah it doesn't work because there's two different versions of the game that and, <laughs> and they're completely separated you you have the ps4 version of yakuza like a dragon for example and the ps5 version of yakuza like a dragon if you start the game on PS4 and you go to PS5, you can't upload your you can upload your PS4 save and play the PS4 version on PS5. You can do that, but who wants to do that? You right. but you can do that or you could actually play it natively on PS5 but then you have to start the game completely over. Whereas on Greatness Xbox awaits. You started <laughs> whereas on Xbox, if you started Yakuza like a dragon on Xbox 1, you boot it up on your Series X instant crossover like no problem and that's my ranting about cloud saves i've been holding that in you guys i'm sorry it was so i'm a room hopper you're you're so sweaty now i'm a little bit sweaty i hop rooms very often because of my kids and i lay in bed i'm in the living room and i don't know it's just convenient to do that for me yeah So let's talk about Pokemon Legends, a game you guys don't care about. You betcha. <laughs> hey. So the game has leaked. I've seen some some videos, like I said, at the front of the show. I I didn't want to like go down the rabbit hole too much because I want some of it to be a surprise since I don't know if it's going to be like this mind-shattering game. But from what I saw, man, it's just really cool seeing like just the character so free in a, in a world, which sounds ridiculous because that's like, I mean... We've, we've had that in games forever, but just seeing it like Pokemon do it, it just looks like really refreshing and really fun. I mean, just look, just look at the gameplay. It looks pretty fun, right? Yeah, I saw that uh, Laura K. Dale did like a, a Broken yeah. Street Day preview. Which Eric, I was can you bring up Laura Kate Dale's tweet about Pokemon Legends? I was, I was really Dale surprised. Pokemon tweet. Like, I know that like mom and pop shops break street dates and, and, you know, mm-hmm. we, we all mutually know people that have, have done it, <clears throat> but, um, you know, just to, to see them like outwardly talk about it in games media is, it still feels kind of weird, especially yeah. for a game this big. But I mean, I saw clips all over TikTok of like just how big some of the Pokemon are in comparison to your, to your character and stuff like that. I sent you one. Yeah, I think Eric's busy making creating something, but I wanted him to bring up that tweet <laughs> because it has a bunch of information about the game that I thought would be uh, great to look at. But cause, because I don't remember it all by heart, but basically she's, she was saying that it, it just feels like really refreshing, which is exactly what I wanted out of this game. Because Pokemon has been getting, I mean, for me, I, not for everyone, but for me, it's just been feeling so stale like for a long time. And I'm excited for this game. And I pre-ordered it. It's, it's pre-downloaded. Mm-hmm. What about you, John? Nope. Nah. <laughs> well, <laughs> when 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 we first saw like the original trailer and like we just saw like, oh cool, like Breath of the Wild Pokemon, sweet. Like <laughs> that had me really intrigued. Like I I I'm sure there'll still be tons of exploration and like on the face of it, it actually does look fun. It's just like it's it's not enough for me as like an extremely lapsed fan to like come back now. If it like mm-hmm. went the full open world route and it wasn't like borrowing like the monster hunter framework, then I think I'd be like a lot more interested. But like I'm not I'm not much of a monster hunter person either. So like yeah. saying it's Pokemon now, but Monster Hunter is like, well, okay, I, I don't want that either. But you tried. <laughs> so <laughs> what what would be like your dream mechanic that would be like, okay, I this like has me absolutely one hundred percent back in. 
Oh, that's a good question. Wants to punch Pokemon um, in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Take well, that, like, Diglett. <laughs> I, I, I know. Or no, uh, what are those things called? What the, the things where you hit the you you hit the things down and when they pop up, in in like whack arcades. Whack a mole, yeah, but with Diglett. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I never had I never had whack a mole, but we had the one with the the alligator. Do you ever have the one with the alligator? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chuck yeah, E. Like special a line of alligators. Yeah, and you whack it with Chuck the mallet. That was, special. <laughs> that was the good stuff. But like, like I think I would enjoy. I would like kind of like an open world game where like maybe you actually like play specifically like as the Pokemon. Like, don't even bother mm. with like the humans. Like, mm. like. Like I don't know, like like I don't care about the humans, but like the Pokemon are cool. If you could somehow like make a story like strictly just out of the Pokemon and like I don't know if that means they have to talk or like whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not, yeah. I don't, I don't want to play a mystery dungeon either, though. Like, <laughs> like I would either like like an open world thing that's like strictly about the Pokemon or like. Maybe like a story-driven RPG, but like again, just strictly about the Pokemon. Like throw out, throw out the trainers, throw out the badges, because I don't care about any of that. I just think all that stuff's repetitive. Like I, I don't care about doing eight badges for like the hundredth time. I just don't care. So mm. I say throw out all of humanity. Just make it about the Pokemon. <laughs> make it about humanity. the Pokemon in like cool environments, and like I think that by itself is a fun game. Like tell me about like the adventure of like I don't know like the Bulbasaur that makes friends with the Magikarp and then the Magikarp evolves into the Gyarados and they got to go on Whatever, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, then... like, that, that that sounds fun to me. Like, they have their own adventure outside of, like, humans training them and fighting them in gyms. Yeah, yeah exactly. They do that, like... those little shorts, like, before the uh, the animated movies, they do, like, those shorts that are, like, just focused on the Pokemon with, like, no humans or nothing. I don't know if you guys have seen mm. those, but that's actually, uh, like, pretty much Basically what you're saying. Familiar. Like, it's a full story mm. just about the Pokemon, like, like a 15-minute, okay. like, story. Okay, see, that I would love as a video game. Because, like, the humans are the same in every game. They're just there to have you get in fights. The Pokemon are fun. <laughs> just but you're like humans, though. <laughs> what if the boss, like, what if there's, like, okay, so you're, like, this Charmander. You're out in the woods. It's this dark, horror-like <laughs> setting. The rain starts coming down. Your fire tail is almost out, and then you'll die. And then freaking Team Rocket shows up. So you're you're bobbing and weaving. They're trying to catch you. You're dodging their Pokeballs, and you're about to die. And it's like a horror game, but a Pokemon game where Team Rocket are like they're like nemesis from Resident Evil, trying to kill you or trying to catch you, <laughs> not kill you. <laughs> well, that could be kind of rad too. I don't. I don't know how invested Nintendo is in making a survival horror Pokemon game. <laughs> that would be amazing. Dude. That well, would I mean, be amazing. Even if Detective Pikachu was like a little, a little. It was darker. Dark. Yeah, yeah. those dark moments. Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah, a little. See, and like I loved the the movie. I'm like, you know, I was like excited to see like game stuff in cinema, more mm. or less. But also, like you, you got to see. I don't know. The I like. I think that's the thing that like games lack most nowadays is like, like there's got to be more to their world than just fighting and eating and that's it. Like I want to see them right. like, a, like, like the simulation part to it, like of just being. So you want like a Pokemon MMO 
where you just exist in the world and everyone can hey, do their own tight. jobs. Some people mm. could be like a nurse at a, at a Poke Center. That's, and some people could be a Team Rocket trying to steal people's Pokemon. Dude, that sounds fun as hell. That, that actually does. Right. And I'm not yeah, even a Pokemon it. fan. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like it'd be like this is this is a, a, probably going to sound like a bad example, but like Fallout New Vegas, it it the idea, the concept was really cool. Just what they did wasn't that great. But if that like <laughs> that in a Pokemon like setting where like everyone can can do anything, like give quests like to people to other players, like that'd be awesome. Really? Yeah, for sure. Like there's there's a ton of potential with this franchise that I feel like like Nintendo and Game Freak have never bothered with because they don't need to. No matter yeah. what they do, it's gonna make money. Yeah, that's what yeah, sucks. Like, don't <laughs> don't bother us. We're squeezing blood from this turnip. <laughs> they don't have to iterate <laughs> on anything. Yeah, they like, just keep being be... praised for no reason. Yeah, like like well, like it's it's like I'm always happy to see like for instance when they get Bandai Namco to do like new Pokemon Snap or like Pokken like that's that's stuff people love and it's in a different context. Like cool. Yeah. Like keep doing that. Like. <laughs> Keep mm-hmm. finding good developers that like have a unique pitch on Pokemon and like let them give it a try. Like, I mean, do yeah. do it right. Games is doing with League of Legends. They just all of a sudden decided we're going to let everybody else make our games. Yeah, yeah. it's going pretty good. <laughs> like, it seems like they started doing that like with everything all at the same time. Like, a few games came mm-hmm. out in the League world, and the TV show came out, which blew up. Yeah, so that's. I mean, I think Nintendo should do this, or a Game Freak and Nintendo should do mm-hmm. the same thing with Pokemon. Hand it over yeah. to Platinum. They have ex- <laughs> they have experimented with the anime at least a little bit, like the Pokemon Origins, like like mini series. I thought was like really awesome. Did you guys ever watch that? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's been so long since I watched Pokemon. The Pokemon I- Origins uh, series was like based on the game, so the main character is Red, and it was sort of like a way to market the Mega like evolutions during that time because it ends up showing up, I think, in it, but. It, it like does the actual game's story in the show and, and like the anime actually looks or like the animation actually looks like more darker and serious i don't know i just thought that was pretty cool yeah now <sighs> on to the the segment of the day which is a game that you guys wish got a sequel but never did greg you want to go first i think you're gonna be surprised i will go first all right <laughs> A game that Apex I thought... Legends. <laughs> Apex <laughs> Legends. Apex <laughs> 2. Titanfall 2. Titanfall um, 3. No. <laughs> I, 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 I do want to talk about that because uh, Respawn's next game. Oh, yeah. That's that news. EA, EA thing. And, we'll and do this segment, and then we'll do that, and then we'll call it a day. Cool. Uh, so, so this is um, – so I've always liked fighting games, and I've always liked – like the street fight fighter style of games and and especially growing up i you know played a lot of um what's the uh king of the monsters i liked i liked um you know street fighter mortal Kombat, killer instinct um rise of the robots primal rage <laughs> but one that i like absolutely loved that i felt like they could have done more yeah granted they cashed in on the whole like street fighter era was tournament fighters tournament the nin- fighters okay. for the SNES. the ninja the ninja turtle fighting game is surprisingly i think the the super nintendo version is the best they did a nes version and they also did a, a genesis version but the genesis version doesn't have the same licensed characters as the super wow. nintendo version 
but the Super Nintendo version plays more like Street Fighter, like Street Fighter 2. And it it actually I I think it executes its, it executes combat well. Um, I think the the characters aren't weren't common licensed uh, Ninja Turtle characters, but the way that it plays out is just super fun. The characters all feel very different on the Super Nintendo version than the NES version. I think the NES only has the turtles and that's it. Um, but the SNES version has like Wingnut and like a couple other Shredder. And then the Genesis version is like really dark. It, it has like, not only is the, the, the art style very dark and the levels are, are kind of creepy, but the, uh, the character models are, are like weird, like claymation looking darker characters. I think Eric has it up on screen right now. And I, I don't really care for it too much, but the, uh, the super Nintendo version I think is, is a really polished fun fighter. And I really wish instead of like, so they brought the turtles back for injustice Two, but, from my recollection, you can well, only select Justice Two. I must have missed. Yeah, that so you can only select, I think, the one turtle at a time, and then your brothers come in as like um, support characters. Mm. Okay, and, yeah. that looks yeah, awesome. And I, yeah, yeah, and awesome. like, it, it's it's I I like the the fighting style that they did with them, but I feel like a Ninja Turtles focused fighter game would still do well in this day and age. And I really miss just like the turtles in general. I think they're fun. Dude, how did I miss no this? This they're they're they look awesome in Injustice too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I love their they have such good lines to deliver and and like they they have like a a weird balance of like combat and comedy and you know the the story can get serious you know it's about brotherhood and sure. and you know these these young turtles you know finding themselves and they all have different personalities and stuff but. I don't know. I, I just feel like there's something there that hasn't really been tapped into in modern games or, you know, really revisited that Street Fighter style of Ninja Turtle combat. And and I feel like they could they could do that in this day and age or even like a remaster would do well. But I, I miss it. Yeah, that's that's a that's a deep cut, but that's awesome. Yeah, you've sold me on it. <laughs> yeah, John, if, if you're going to play it at all, Super Nintendo version is the best. I'll keep that All in right. mind. Uh, yeah, me too. John, what's yours? So I kind of accidentally talked all about mine last week. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I will discuss it briefly again, and then I'll, I'll do a, a cop-out second pick. So okay. I think the game that, that really, really deserved a sequel and didn't get one was Monolith's Dragon Ball Z RPG on Nintendo DS. It was called Attack of the Saiyans. It was the game that, like, I'd been dying for since, like, fourth or fifth grade, and it came out, like, I don't know, around 20 years after that. <laughs> or, it, I don't know, maybe, maybe like, 10, 10 years after that. I don't remember. But, like, it was, it was not even, like, a, it was not even an easy RPG. Like, it was hard. In most RPGs, you end the game with, like, 50 of every item. In this game, some of these bosses are so hard that either you use the items you've collected or you're going to die. And it was great. Everything about this game, like, bleeds, like, first of all, RPG quality. And secondly, it just feels like authentic Dragon Ball Z. It's like everything I ever wanted is in Attack of the Saiyans. And it ends on a cliffhanger. It feels like Freeze is coming. 
and Frieza never <laughs> comes because they never made another one. And it is a complete injustice. In a perfect world, Monolith would say, hey, this Xenoblade thing is making money, but it's time to hit the brakes here and make the thing that everyone really wants, Dragon, Dragon Ball Z Ball. Attack of the Saiyans 2. Yes. <laughs> Experience <laughs> the story you know and love for the 75th the time. you know and love. It's, it's only fair. Now, what's but, your cop-out um, answer? Yeah, my cop-out answer is like my... Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll stick with this cop-out answer. It's it's the same one that like all RPG lovers give, and it's... We never got Chrono Break. So we got Chrono Trigger on Super Nintendo, and it's the greatest thing in the universe, period, end of story. Mm-hmm. I say so. And then PlayStation 1 got this like pseudo-sequel, Chrono Cross, like in the most literal possible way it is a sequel it does theoretically continue the stuff from trigger but like in practice everything about chrono cross is different like the art style is different most of the characters are different and when you finally see characters from the original game it's usually in like these really dark and depressing ways that like almost makes you wish it wasn't connected to chrono trigger at all (laughs) it's it's a very weird sequel but it's also like a super high quality game. Like most people agree that Chrono Cross is like the the quintessential example, like a fantastic game and a terrible sequel. Like it, it's like so divorced from like not even just the story, but like the feeling of Chrono Trigger. It's like completely different, even though it's a fantastic game in its own right. And like years and years ago, there was this I think a square trademark for Chrono Break. And so everyone was like, yeah, buddy, third Square game, third Chrono game, like, here it is. And then, like, the trademark lapsed, and that was it. Like, <laughs> what? So, what like, is the story? The of, Chrono like, Trigger story? Trigger? Yeah, because I, I don't know. I own Chrono Cross, actually, but I've never played it. Oh, really? <laughs> that might be an um, extensive conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the very short story version of Chrono Trigger is spiky haired protagonist because it was the art was by the dragon ball z guy akira toriyama uh Uh, spiky haired samurai well dude with a sweet sword he wakes up late mom wakes him up he goes to the the county fair that marks the new millennium he bumps into this pretty girl who has an amulet uh they go to check out this sweet teleportation machine that his smart nerd friend made but then the machine reacts to the cute girl's amulet and she gets sent back in time and then the game becomes this big sweeping time travel adventure oh shit yeah do you remember how i'm a room hopper they're time hoppers (laughs) there you go same thing wild yeah and then chrono cross is like time travel you love time travel huh we're not doing that anymore that's that's, that's disappointing to hear yeah it's instead they just decided we're gonna do two different realities one where the protagonist is alive and the other where he like drowned as a baby hey hold on that actually sounds pretty interesting if you ask me that actually sounds pretty cool actually it is no yeah it is really interesting and again it's a fantastic game it's just like oh if you if you really wanted another Chrono Trigger, like you would walk away like unbelievably disappointed. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, still... I just think a Chrono Break would be like a great opportunity to like <laughs> cop out and just give people like the Chrono Triggerish game that those fans wanted. Yeah, this is this is gonna be like blasphemy. Funny. But uh, 
I started Chrono Trigger on on PlayStation Vita, the the PS1 version, mm. and I was really liking it, like enjoying it. The story was was like pulling me in. The characters were funny, um, and I got pretty dang far in it too. And then one day, my son wiped everything off my Vita, and PSP oh, no. games, of course, didn't have cloud saves. Back to the cloud <laughs> saves. PSP games, you cannot upload to the cloud or anything. So once he wiped it, it was gone, and I haven't started over ever since. Tragic. But it was, Tragic. but it was like blowing my mind as I was playing it. Like I almost made a video on it back then because the courtroom scene. I'm sure you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. that, that blew my mind. I was like, this was an SNES game. I was like trying to wrap my brain around it. Like, how did like how, how was this so forward thinking and amazing? Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it was super good. It was amazing. And yeah, Greg, I I just just stop me if you already know. Oh wait, is Greg frozen? <laughs> No, his oh, eyes he moved. Just super okay. Still. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm actually looking at He's prices like, of. of uh, <laughs> I'm looking at prices of uh, Attack of the Saiyans on DS. Oh, sweet! Yeah. <laughs> I heartily recommend it. Nice. But yeah, Greg, oh, stop, just stop me if you already know this. But like the the big hook when like like oh god like oh my god this is getting closer to 20 years ago when it came out. It was like 18 years ago. The big hook like as Chrono Trigger was going to come out was that like. This was like the dream team. This was from like the Final Fantasy creator. It was from the mm. Dragon Quest creator. It was from the Dragon the, Ball artist. Yes. And it was from the Final Fantasy composer. So like all the most talented people in like different like slices of artistry like all came together for this like random time travel game and it like delivered as hard as humanly possible. So like mm. that's like the underlying reason why this game is so freaking good. <laughs> I need to get back to it for real, like, or or maybe, I might I might play the the the, the actual SNES version because the load times on PS One were absolutely terrible. Oh Just yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's dang true. long. I feel like it extended yeah. the game like forever. Probably. There's also but, uh, the Steam version now. Yeah, I just don't have a computer until Greg buys me one. Right. That's <laughs> Build right. you one. Builds me one. Okay, so my game Fight that I wish had a sequel. And then we'll hop. We'll get out of here. Vanquish, developed by Platinum Games and published by Sega, I believe. This game is freaking amazing. Greg likes to talk crap on it, but <laughs> I, the first time I played it, I was like, "How is combat this good?" And we haven't gotten anything like it ever since. You're freaking sliding around, slipping around. You you duck for cover, and then you can jump over the cover in slow motion, just shoot a bunch of people in the head. And I'm just thinking, like, if th- if a game like this was, like, a Destiny-style game, that I would actually probably play it just because of how fun it is. And I and, and I know there's a game like it. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Warframe. But it's just not as fun as Vanquish to me. But it, it, it does actually have pretty similar combat. This game is just a freaking blast to me, though. And just the pacing is so good. The environments and the set pieces are all really good as well. And everybody should play it. And I won't ramble on too much longer about it because we've been going about an hour. I actually own it. Yeah, and you need oh, to really? play it. You <laughs> I reviewed it, I think. Platinum Games really? PC knocked release, it out of the yeah. park. I remember watching like Giant Bomb play a little bit like a decade ago, and it looked really fun. I didn't realize so the game good. reviewed so well. Like Metacritic, it's got 84, which is really good. Well, that's For some reason... Yeah, like for some reason, I remembered it getting like a really mixed reception, but apparently yeah. not. I thought it was in the like six and seven range. Yeah, that's oh, what wow. I thought as well. So I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe Sega sent the Yakuza after those bad reviews and got scrubbed. 
Yeah, but like, like the art back. style also, because it recently got like the remaster on PS4 and Xbox One and PC, um, the art style has aged really well. Like just like really high contrast and really dark, mm. deep blacks that I think look look really good still. It kind of reminds me of an arcade game, like how they kind of age, like some of them age really well. That's like Time Crisis? Yeah, stuff like that. It's only 18 gigs. I'll download it right now. Play it. <laughs> Do it. That'll be your game that you can beat this year, Greg. It's short. <laughs> the, the one game. I think it's like six hours long or something like that. Oh, uh, I beat really? I beat it at one point. I'm almost sure. Really? Yeah. yeah check I, your Steam achievements. <laughs> go ahead. Take a take a look at my achievements. Anytime my friend Brett there. something, my friend Brett always says something. He's like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure I beat that." I'm like, "Let me actually check the facts." And I always go and look <laughs> at his PSN account. I was like, "Looks like you stopped at chapter 17, Brett." <laughs> and there's like 19 I, chapters. I unlocked 20 out of 50 achievements. Wow! So you did All actually right. put a, at least a chunk of time into it. Yeah. Not you probably played May, with May 28th, 2017. <laughs> five years ago. Wow. God, time flies. I can't believe that was five years ago. Well, well, yeah, that's pretty a much few the more show, months, guys. and then now we'll uh, have Bayonetta 3. Oh, Ooh, my God. Hopefully. I cannot wait. Bayonetta 2 is like probably my favorite action game. Like, it's so yeah, good. Same. Like, I, like, I should offer the disclaimer that I've like. I've only played Devil May Cry for like probably 15 minutes in my whole life. So like there's a lot of similar <laughs> games that I have not played, but like Bayonetta 2 on like freaking Wii U was so amazingly good. <laughs> like and like It was amazing. And like I was like so excited like I would actually get like pretty decent scores at like the end of fights and like I saw online like people saying like they were struggling to get like even like the mediocre ranks and I was doing better than that so I was like wow this game's amazing because I'm doing better at it than other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah like the pacing and the set pieces in Bayonetta are crazy like just all mm. the different like wild places you go. I I can't wait for for Bayonetta 3. Yeah. Another game that I own and I have not played. Greg, I'm gonna stab you. I have the, I have, I have the the Wii U Dual Pack too. When it was like, oh, the Dual. Yeah, pack. that's what I've got. I never got but around to playing the first one. Like I played the first level. I played the first, level. Played the first the level of the first one. It was like, yeah, this is good, but it's not as good as the thing as I just finished playing. Yeah, yeah like I have it on PS3. I started one. Bayonetta 2 originally, like back when it came out on 360. It was it was like around the time where I wasn't playing that many games. No, no, but it I, didn't come out on 360. Yo, you did. mean the first one? Yeah, the first one. Okay, okay, I, okay. I, gotcha. I started Bayonetta one, and I probably got like probably like a few hours in, and then I ended up just abandoning it. And then when Bayonetta two came out, I was like, this probably I'm, I'm probably not gonna like this, but I just thought it was such a big step up over the first game. Mm. But I kind of want to get back to beating the first one just because it's it, it's it's just gonna like gnaw at me that I haven't that I I love the second one but I haven't even beaten the first one. Mm. Eh, I can live with it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on three. I'm good. Yeah. Well, this has been Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast. Thank you guys for coming and hanging out. Greg, if people want to find you, where can they go? Uh, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, all some iteration of Dynamite underscore Giraffe or Dynamite Giraffe. Uh, same thing with Twitter. I keep it on lock, but if you're cool, I might accept you. <laughs> yeah. John, what about you? Where can people find you? 
Uh, they can find me in aisle eight checking out the male enhancement products. Whatever's on sale. <laughs> You've been waiting and waiting to say that. <laughs> I swear I thought of it like 15 seconds before you asked me. <laughs> First, you were on the corner. Now every episode spot. Now every episode you're gonna have to one up yourself every single time. Oh, it's terrible. I'm gonna burn out real fast. But <laughs> okay, the real answer. Uh you can find me at my new uh my new video game website that I actually just launched today. Uh oh, making wow. a you video game us. with my I sent you links and stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, my brother and I are making a game called Boss Saga, where you play as the boss to defeat the heroes in like JRPG-style boss battles. And uh, if you think that sounds cool, you can check that out at boss-saga.com. B-O-S-S-S-A-G-A.com. And uh, hopefully you'll like it. Say hi to me, please. Thank you. <laughs> That sounds awesome. And at some point, there better be some type of secret hero that comes in that if you let him beat you, there's like a secret ending or something. Has to be a thing. <laughs> is he named Brett? Yes, he is. Brett Allen. <laughs> I'll see Blood what I can spread do. Luck. Anyway, <laughs> this has been Spot Dodge. Oh, yeah. If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter. You can see it on the screen at BrettNLL. Other than that, thanks a lot for hanging out. We will talk to you guys later. Goodbye. See ya. See you guys. Mail enhancement up. Oh.